Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're talking about uh, what the USA does better than Germany part two. We did this before. Um, maybe 20, 30 episodes ago we did the first episode, but now we've got enough and we're doing a part two because the USA does do some things right. And we have no more ideas. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Expatrio.com. Expatrio is a relocation platform for international students and expats wishing to live, of course, here in Germany. They offer an all-inclusive service to minimize the German bureaucracy you will, of course, face while making the move to this country. Both Alex and I, unfortunately, know the heartache and the red tape that you have to go through when applying for a visa or residency permit here in Germany. And um, Expatrio can help eliminate a good deal of that for you. Uh, customers can sign up for a blocked account and health insurance quickly, affordably, completely online in English. Now, why would you need one? Well, a blocked account is a special bank account required by the German government when applying for a German visa. It provides proof of sufficient funds. Now, proof of health insurance is also required when applying for a visa, and only certain types of health insurance are accepted. Expatrio will take care of this for you. They also have many articles on their website that help you know you learn more information about studying abroad, uh, working in Germany, living in Germany in general. To learn more, please go to expatrio.com and find the answers that you seek. <laughs> I am seeking answers, Jeff. Yes. Well, I mean, th these are not answers that we're seeking because we've oh. we found that we've already applied for the, we have the visas. Oh, we're, true. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, I, don't want, I don't want any answers. But all of you will need some answers. Welcome, everybody, to episode 73, I think. S okay. I believe you. That sounds like a number. Let's, sounds, sounds like, sounds let's about right. Stick with that. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Uh, it feels like a long time for us, but for you guys, not at all, because we released an episode last week, but True. I was actually on vacation. So it, it's been two weeks for us, but no time for you. Yeah, exactly. And today we're recording on a, not on our normal Wednesday. This is a Monday. So it's going to come out. Jeff's got to do some editing for the next day to get it out in two days. But I believe in you, Jeff, you can do it. Yeah. We didn't want to leave you guys with, uh, with, uh, without an episode this week. So <laughs> we're, we're going to be leaving you with an episode, without an episode <laughs> for the next uh, two weeks after this episode because we are going to be in Majorca on the beach and we're not recording on vacation because we're on vacation. Yeah, sorry guys. You're probably like, oh, what are all these pauses? Well, you know, it's July. Uh, we got to get our vacation on. Sorry. Got to pause sometimes. Yeah, it is It is what it is. So uh, anyways, let's jump into the news and nitty gritty that we always like to start with. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, uh, the first one, we'd like to give a big thank you to Julie for a very kind five-star review. Julie has been an active friend of us of this podcast lately and has sent us a lot of great messages, including interesting suggestions for a Q&A episode and other things. Uh, so yeah, Julie, you're listening. I'm sure you are. Thank you so much for the five-star review. Thank you, we, Julie. We, you see what happens, guys? When you give a five-star review, you get a personal <laughs> we shout talk out. We about you. Oh, my. So I don't know if that means a lot to you. Probably not. But if it does... <laughs> There's some incentive. Yeah. And speaking of the Q&A episode, guys, if you've got more questions, uh, we've got answers. So send those in because we'll be doing that episode very soon. Yes, we are. Uh, it will be coming out 
I mean, probably two weeks, three weeks, whatever. But we're doing one, and we want your questions. When we're on vacation. We want to look at our phones and get blown up with a bunch of questions. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we also received one more lovely five-star review from uh, Pavlo. Sorry for if I'm mispronouncing that. Now, he's an, a Ukrainian expat living in Germany. He pointed out a mistake in something that I said in our last episode, and I want to address that now and correct the mistake I made. Now, Pavlo is from the Ukraine, and he said he loved our recommendation because uh, we said, uh, you know, we, we should you should travel Go to there. Ukraine, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking about it, and but he noted that he was upset because apparently when I was talking, I said that the Ukraine was in the middle of a civil war, right? Which, of course, as I hope you all know, that is not true. To be honest, since visiting the country in 2013, I've always taken a keen interest in it. And I, like everyone else, was very shocked when, you know, Russia and the Russian-backed uh, separatists invaded the Ukraine in 2014. They took control of Crimea from the Ukraine. So this was all stuff I knew, and but somehow my brain slipped. I actually went back and listened to the episode because I thought, why would I say civil war? But anyways, that's my, I just slipped when I said that. Um, that's obviously not true. Ukraine is not in the middle of a civil war. So I apologize to Pavlo and to any other Ukrainians that might have been upset by that. Uh, it was just a slip of the tongue. And I hope I have corrected that now uh, for all of you. And uh, you can find out more information online. Yeah, very nice. Well said. Um, yeah. In some other news, uh, also not very happy, is there has been severe flooding uh, here in Germany, mostly in the West, but you know, in some eastern parts as well. Yeah, so if anyone's listening who lives in Germany, who's living here, I hope that you're all safe. I hope your family is safe. I hope that everyone's doing okay because mm. it's it's wild. It's really sad. It's been terrible. Like the flooding really came out. It was this freak storm. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, over 150 people uh, declared dead so far mm -hmm. um, in Western Germany. Yeah, I was on vacation and so didn't hear about it right away. And then we found out because my, my girlfriend, her family is actually from the state that was hit the hardest. But luckily, her family is is okay, didn't lose their house. But a lot of people experienced um, complete loss of, of their property. Yeah, our hearts are, are out to you guys. You know, we hope we hope we're doing well. We hope things can recover. And we hope this is not the start of a new trend, but... Yeah, um, yeah. If, if if you want to have any, if you want to find any resources to to donate and help the people, uh, we'll put a link on our website, and there you'll have some websites if you'd like to um, give a little donation to help the people who are affected by this. Absolutely, and um, another unfortunate news. Um, you know, we we're singing our praises recently, but uh, yeah. the Corona COVID nineteen incident rate has just been going up and up lately. The past few weeks, we were we'd gotten down to like two or three. Yeah, it's now shot back up to fifteen and and climbing. This Delta variant is um, kicking everyone's ass. Get everyone get vaccinated if you can. Yeah. Please get vaccinated. I, I read the other day, at least in the states, that like ninety nine point four percent of people were going to the hospital for Corona. All were unvaccinated. So that means a very small percentage of people who are getting infected who are vaccinated, which shows, please get vaccinated. Let's finish this. It's been over a year. Yeah. I and think it, we're all tired. Yeah. And being vaccinated again, you're going to save lives. Exactly. Something interesting we came across the other day, which honestly we didn't know about, was that the USA actually has its own form of kindergarten. Now, we talked about kindergarten a little while ago. It's the monthly payments that Germany gives the parents when they have children. Right. To kind of help pay with uh, for children's clothing, children's food, just the, the, Diapers, the extra the cost of, of having a child, yeah. We thought it was like only a German thing that gives parents this, but I guess the States has done this for a while. It's called a child tax credit, yeah. 
which more or less is a similar thing. Um, it's existed for several years now. And you got it like at like the end of the year of the tax season, I guess. Yeah, it was like a tax refund. Yeah, at the end of the financial year. Around like $3,000 a year. And for children over six, it's a little bit less, I think. And now they just changed it to um, you can get it in monthly installments as well, just like you do here in Germany. Just like in Germany, yeah. And that's if, if you're in one household and you're making less than $150,000 a year, you can get this money. If you're a single parent, it's less than $75,000 a year. So that's the majority of Americans can, yeah. can apply for this and get it if you don't know about it. And you have children, you live in America, look this up because it's fantastic. that utopian thing we have here in Germany, you also have in the States, which is awesome. Yeah, and as it, 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 apparently it exists for several years. And, um, and yeah, and actually the amount of money they give is actually more than Germany gives. And uh, so that's this is, this is in a way kind of a correction because during our episodes we were saying uh, Germany does this better. Germany offers Kindergeld and the U.S. does not. But right. actually the U.S. does and has and has uh, improved it to the point where it's basically the same thing. So uh, whoops. So, I, I don't know why I'd never heard about it before. Yeah, me neither. Probably yeah. because it was an end of the year payment as opposed to a monthly payment. But now in the States you can't get a monthly payment. Yeah. Uh, you can choose. So um, all of you American parents out there, look this up. Sign up for this program. I hope you're using it. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, that's the end of our kind of news. So how, how have you been? Like, I, I actually today saw you for the first time in two weeks, yeah, about two weeks. Yeah. A little while. No, I'm all right. Uh, I had a little week off of work, did a staycation, uh, got to enjoy the apartment, went out shopping for some few knickknacks for around the place, just enjoying it. I uh, went to go see Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> yeah, we had this whole long conversation about it. I, I, I freaking, I, I can't stand those movies, but... Uh, I, I, I have a bit, it's one of my guilty pleasures. I love uh, movies where you can just turn your brain off for two hours, and there's no better movie than that than the Fast and Furious. They go to space. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did that. Had a really nice uh, seven days, or you know, more than that. Uh, with my girlfriend, with Bobby, we hung out, really relaxed, and had a really nice time, and got to like... Whew, yeah. Chill for a bit, Sounds which I lovely. really needed. Yeah. Somet- sometimes you just need to be doing nothing, especially after yeah. like a long move like you guys went through. Exactly. Construction, all that kind of stuff. You just need to like, sit and enjoy. And, and just Play some Xbox, yeah. watch some TV. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Exactly. And how about you? You were gone. Yeah, I was gone. For those of you following Instagram, if you want to see pictures, uh, I actually went to Bavaria. We talked about Bavaria versus Berlin the last episode. True. Went into the Alps to a little city called uh, Greinau. Uh, which is next to Black now. Ga- Ga- no. <laughs> the, the slightly bigger uh, Garmisch uh, Patenkirchen, which is the 1936 Summer Olympics were in Berlin, but the right. ni- 1936 Winter Olympics were where I just was. Oh. Yeah. And it's at the foot of the largest mountain in Germany, which is the Zugspitze, which is at 2,900 something meters, almost 10,000 feet. So uh, not a not a wee little hill. That's huge. Yeah. Huge. Had a lovely time. The area is absolutely gorgeous. We just had some bad luck with the weather. We showed up and it was just <laughs> cloud. You couldn't even you couldn't even see the mountains. It was foggy, downpouring, raining, and I mean not for a couple hours of time, just all day, constantly. That sounds, sounds about right. Yeah, and we did the huge trek up to the top of the Zugspitze. And visibility was about 20 meters. So you couldn't actually, you couldn't, you could and all, all that was around were just in, in the room where there's pictures of what they, de- they described as like the most amazing view you'll ever see in your life. And all we could see was a white wall. Like you couldn't oh, see man. anything. Yeah. So that's really bitter. It was unfortunate, but that sucks. But we were up there and there was snow and we did do a little, uh, uh, what do you call it? Tobogganing or whatever down the, down some snow. So it's, it's fun. isn't that fun? Like I know a lot of people talk about this with New Zealand, how you can like, 
go swimming in the ocean and go in the snow in the same day. But you can do that in Germany too. Yeah, and, and honestly, it's our bad because it's the ocean, but you go swimming in the lake. <laughs> yeah, like we knew it was going to be cold, you know. So because right. it was, we, we thought the forecast rainy, cloudy, whatever. So we prepared for that, but then we didn't. We forgot about the fact that I, I, I knew this. I had had, the, had this happen to me before, but I forgot about it. And it was like the day we were about to go up. My girlfriend looked and she's like. Oh, you know, it's negative two on the top of the mountain. And we're like, oh my God, we have no gloves, no nothing. Like legit cold. Yeah. And we went up there and it just started raining ice water and then turned into <laughs> turned into snow the second we were there and we were freezing our asses off. But it was still fun because like when you get to the bottom of the hill, of the, then it's, you know, sunny and manageable. But up there, it's like December, you know, so it's really bizarre. Anyways, very beautiful trip. Had a great time. Spent a few hours in Munich uh, waiting for our flight. Uh, really, really good time. And it let me, for the first time, finally see the new Berlin airport that I've been waiting for for eight or nine years. Nice. And... Everyone was getting a bad rap, but I went in. It's it's a huge like people say it's oh it's so so tiny and maybe compared to like some airports, but it is freaking massive. And it and I remember I was walking in going oh my god this is a real like freaking really airport. airport. The ceilings are higher than two meters high. Like there there is this is you have to walk down these super long corridors. And I'm like oh my god this is like has the things that an airport has. Did, this did, is did the bathrooms fit more than two people? Yeah yeah huge bathrooms and just. Uh, yeah, it's, I was totally happy with it. Really. I'm like, wow, an airport. Thank you. And actually even just being there, we felt like you're on vacation because you felt like you're in an airport for a different city. You know, it didn't feel like Berlin. I'm I'm used to Tegel and Schoenefeld. So it's like these awful airports. Yes. I'm like, where am I? I'm going to miss the old ones though. I I haven't seen a new one yet. I'll be seeing it on Saturday, Uh, Uh, but I'm going to miss the, the, the old old Tegel. Unfortunately, you won't have to miss Schoenefeld because Schoenefeld is now the Terminal 5 of the new airport. So, oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure with our flight to Majorca, we actually won't see the new airport. We'll, no. we'll, I think they're fly, Ryanair flies at a Terminal 5, so basically we'll be flying out of Schoenefeld. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. So yeah. I came into the new thing? I don't think so. But, oh, yeah. God, okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Let's, uh, let's go to the tasty liquid gold. Yes, let's do it. So this... Um, this, this, this whiskey has a bit of a story. It's not that long, though. So don't worry, Jeff. It's okay. <laughs> so this is uh, eight, eight. Mm, I think it's Ayers. Ayers? Ayers? Ayers. Ayers. Why is in German always very hard? Because they're not, they're rarely used. So it's like hard to know how they fit. Because yeah, Germans fit use a hard R. So it's like Ayers. It's a German yeah. whiskey. Ayers, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, German whiskey, guys. Hey. Yeah. Hausbrauerei Altstadt. Alt. Altstadt of uh, House It's It's in uh, Nuremberg, I believe. Nuremberg. Cool. Oh, yeah, Nuremberg. There it is. So, anyways, um, we actually had our first taste of AURs uh, back in episode 23. Way back if you can when. remember that far. Oh, my. Oh, we're in 73, so exactly 50 episodes ago. Jesus. What? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this was sent, and it was sent to us a little taster by two of our listeners, Maddie and Madeline, and this was a small little uh, taster bottle, and uh, we we liked it. We thought it was pretty decent, and so but, but that was like the the classic A A Rose has right. several different versions, right? So I think the, the, this one we have here is the A Ruby Limited Edition, and this was received to us. So someone sent this to us from another listener, Kevin. So 
Kevin sent us a bottle. Super nice guy. Thank you, Kevin. Um, That's awesome. Really, really awesome. He, he just texted us and said, hey, I'm in Nuremberg. I want to grab you guys a, a bottle. Really, right. really cool. We really appreciate it. Yeah, so that was super nice of you, Kevin. So if you're listening right now, uh, yeah, thank you so much for sending us, sending us this bottle. It's a beautiful little bottle. Um, and it's great because we forgot to buy whiskey for this week. So it worked like, out. Oh, wait, hold on. Arrived just in time. This arrived today in the mail. So great timing, Kevin. You're the man. You're you're fan number one at the moment. Um, so let's um yeah. So again, this is the Avers Ruby Port Cask Finished Organic Single Malt Whiskey Small Batch Cask Strength, handcrafted in bottles by Avers Distillery, Nuremberg. That is a, that's a lot going on there. Limited edition. Oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I forgot that part. Now there is a back, but because it's on a clear sticker it's really hard for me to read so i'm just not i'm just not gonna if you want to read the back buy your own bottle everyone i I think the pamphlet said they start for a few years in american white casks and then for the the final maturation they put it into an old port uh, like an old red wine cask so it should be a bit sweeter or fruitier we'll see and the back is in german so no one cares anyways and i think it says roughly three years i think the very first sentence something about three uh, three years Oh God! Um, or it says and it says like min- minimum three years. I think it says so. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a very old whiskey. Ah, yeah. that's right. And it is fifty four percent alcohol, so it's ooh quite a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's pop this guy. Ooh, that's nice. cute. Not bad. That's cute little pop. By the way, it's a cute little short rounded bottle. I like it. I can already smell right when I pop that. I can smell like a lot of sweetness in there, fruitiness. Do you mm. smell that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And has a really mm. beautiful uh, color to it. It's very, very like reddish color. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Cheers, buddy. Like the color. Cheers. That smells really good. Ooh, that's strong. It is strong. But there's a sweetness I was, I was, I was predicting. Yeah, definitely there. I like it actually. Yeah, yeah. me too. It, it it gives a really good first impression, but if it doesn't mean one of those uh, next few sips, it's really going to kind of settle itself and be. Yeah, I mean, we we've had kind of bad luck with with whiskeys that have been matured in old wine barrels. It kind of, kind of gives us a flavor that's not really our style, but this one is so far. I'm liking it. Yeah, I, so so far I'm liking this too. I'm excited to see where it takes us. And before we get to our topic, though, of course. Uh, if you want that shout out on the episode, <laughs> please give us a five star review on Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Uh, again, if you don't want a shout out or you don't we're feel trying like to, you're trying to buy a shout out or trying to buy five star reviews with shout outs. <laughs> and again, if you don't want to shout out and, or you, and you don't want to give us a five star review, then don't. It's your life. Live it the way you want. Yeah, there's plenty, honestly, plenty of other podcasts you could be listening to right now. So that's true. So as long as hey, you're listening here, we appreciate you fam absolutely and also check out our website agdwpodcast.com all of our links for social media on there uh we have an extras page with a lot of cool stuff that jeff does we have every bottle picture of our bottle that we've had with the reviews and the yeah, guys, there's some beautiful pictures that alex takes of our bottles even if you're not like huge whiskey bottle person which why would you why would you be uh you i think you still go and appreciate just the cool but we're always trying to find a cool background for the bottles and stuff so uh, yeah, we're, we're running out of space yeah. to find good spots around this apartment but go check it out some of the bottle pictures are, are quite uh pretty thanks jeff yeah. appreciate that um but yes so do that that's a cool website my yeah. favorite my favorite website i go there at least <laughs> 10 times a day why wouldn't you i know agdw 
Com. Exactly. But, <laughs> but now what we're going to talk about is, of course, our topic, which is what the USA does better than Germany. Numer dos. Number Numer two. Dos. Because we love Germany, but America, sometimes you do things better. Right. And again, some of these will be uh, serious and some of these are kind of more just like funny. Like we're not we're not saying that each one of these is like a super important thing to your life. You no, know, None of these are rules uh, either. You exactly. might disagree with everything we yeah, say. But these are just, in our opinion, what the USA does better. And again, if, if you want to hear more, go see part one. It is a number. Don't know what it is, but just you go to our website. You'll find it somewhere. In there. Episode 27. Really? 23. I, no, said it, I said it before. No, you said 23. No, that's different. Now that was where we drank the airs. Oh yeah, time. true. Yeah. No, you just don't listen to him. You'll, you'll Anyways, it. first thing is uh, college life or university culture in the states, in my opinion, is definitely uh, better. I'm not. I'm not talking about um, quality of education, anything. No, like no, that. no. I'm or talking the, about the schools. No, yeah. We're just talking about the general culture of schools. Um, yeah. So. In the states, you have these campuses, these college campuses, these frat full parties, do- all this full, stuff full of dorms. So basically, all the students are living kind of on campus. You have all these huge dorms where you're living with a hundred other people your age. You know, right? And you have like this kind of bubble of like you're an adult, but you're not an adult. So you're kind of like I'm gonna party a lot, but I also need to study. But like I'm surrounded by all my friends and. You don't really have that here in Germany. Yeah, they don't have campuses here. You know, they the schools are, are really spread across the cities and people aren't doing the dorm thing. People are kind of just getting normal shared apartments throughout the city. So they're, they're maybe living with one or two other people roughly their age, but not necessarily people that go to their school and definitely not a dorm life kind of a thing. Exactly. Some schools do have a campus and dorm life, but it's definitely way more rare um, like my, my girlfriend's university, they have a pretty decent sized cool American style campus and they do have dorms, but it's not the um, norm. Yeah. But it was like only like a hundred, 200 students would stay at the dorms. Everyone else would live in apartments around the university. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and in Germany, that's usually when people get student loans, uh, the student loans are going towards their rent because university is more or less free except for administrative costs. So people take out money or books or whatever else you need. Uh, exactly. Just for their rent because that's what they're paying for. Yeah. So they're not left with a lot of debt, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the culture. Yeah. And including culture is the sports. Cause in, in the U S yes. you have, it's always your university, your college versus, you know, the arch rival, this college. And you have to go to these, the, the, the big game, you know, the big football game, whatever. And in Germany, they just don't have that. They don't have the team sports associated with the different schools. So they just, they just, it's not a thing. Yeah. And, and I guess it kind of bleeds also to like high school culture too. In the States, it's much more like that with the homecoming and the sports right. teams. Yeah. And, and Germany doesn't have that. Like you don't do sports after school here. It's just not, yeah. you have some clubs, I guess, and kind of like things that you want to do. But I know in my school, we, we were required to do some kind of sport after school. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and and what comes with that is kind of the um, the kind of go to go my school kind of attitude, you know, where right. it's like you, you, you have you all wear like the say if you went to UCLA, you wear the UCLA sweatshirt and it's all it's all like pro that's school and screw the other schools. Whereas in Germany, I don't know anybody who has a sweatshirt from their university. No, it's not like, a thing. You don't have that. Um, I mean, to, to be fair, that school pride that you do. The, you the college I went to, we had sports. We were like a Division three school, and no one really cared that much. Yeah. Um, Rhode Island. Hey, that was Massachusetts. I was in. <laughs> I was sorry. Okay. I, went to, I went to college Massachusetts. All right. That's a college state. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I think my high school was more into sports than my college was. Oh man, it was okay. a liber- it was a liberal arts college. You know, so yeah. we were all little. Hippy dippy arty people. Actually, can you please say what your mascot was? And this is a true story. 
my college or the mascot of this college in Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah there, there's uh, RISD University, RISD College in Providence, Rhode Island, is a total sidebar. Is considered one of the best art schools in the United States, and they do have some sports teams, even though they don't really care about sports because they're an art school. But they do have them, and their uh, mascot is a penis. His name is Scrody. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure their hockey team is called the Nads. So when they cheer, they say, Referring go Nads, yeah. go Nads. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty funny stuff if you're into uh, penis <laughs> mascots for schools. I think you said um, place. Uh, the Family Guy creator went to that school. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane, exactly. I'm pretty sure he went there too, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a little sidebar there. But my school was not, I did not go to RISD. I went to a different school. And ours was a lion. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And next, uh, what the USA does better, and I think this is indisputable. Sorry. Yes, th- this is this is a fact. And Germans are not upset about this. Uh, no. uh, is that the USA does, does spicy foods generally better. And by better, I mean they exist. They exist. Germans in general <laughs> hate spicy food. A little extra salt will bring a, will bring a German to cheers. <laughs> Brings me heartburn. Yeah. Uh, G- Germans just um, do not do well with spicy food at all. They do not like spicy food. And if you go and you buy like a hot sauce here that says like, you know, sehr scharf, like many, very hot for you or for an American, you take it and it's like, okay, I barely taste yeah. that. Yeah. And it's always hard because there are more like Mexican restaurants and, and um, kind of like spicier food restaurants popping up in restaurants, you know? And sometimes the newer ones, they're trying to have this authentic experience. So you can get some really spicy stuff. And it, here kill, in Berlin. it kills Germans. Yeah. And, and, and the problem is, so when, when I go to a place, when I go to like some place, I'm like, I want extra spicy because they're spicy is nothing. But then I'll go to one of these new places and I'll be like extra spicy and it's like actually spicy. And that yeah. one out of 20 times you find a place it's actually rare, spicy. But, but it screws you over that but one really, time, right? Then, then you're, yeah. you know, your, your bum's burning for the next three days. Yeah, but yeah, the problem is, yeah, you, you go to yeah Mexican place, any place, and you go for the shaf, but they're they're doing the sharf, the shaf in like context of how a German thinks something exactly. spicy. So you get, Ooh, it's super spicy and you get it. And again, it's like the most mild of mild. And you're like, no, I want the, like, no, no, I don't want the German spice. Give me the real Indian spicy. That's what I want. You know what I mean? Which is, but again, it's hard to come by, but, but I have noticed, I think you're right. People have, I've noticed because a lot of expats in, in Berlin, exactly. they want the real kick in the face stuff. You know, they want that spicy meat, the ball, yeah. you know, and, uh, it, it makes sense when you think about the, the, you know, German food generally, what German food is, it's not a spicy food. Yeah. They it's don't it's a not lot included of, in there. Yeah. The spice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it culturally makes sense. It's just, if you are a person into spicy food, um, Bring a bottle of Tabasco wherever you go because you'll need some spice. I, I have a colleague. She has yeah, Tabasco every yeah. single day with her in her pocket because um, you never know. You need a little bit of that spice because you're not getting it even if you order it usually. Because depending on where you're from, you could find just food very bland just because you're used to that strong flavor, that strong right. spice. And if it's not there, like you're just like, ah, it's boring, you know? So you need that. It, little- it, and, and the thing is, like, German food's really good. We've talked about German food a million times. Oh, we no, love yeah, German it's food. Just, it's just a different, a whole different like, ballgame, man. If, if you go to a Mexican restaurant here sometimes and you expect spicy food, you're, you might not get it. Yeah. I would say if it says it's mild, it means it's not spicy at all. If it says it's super spicy, it means it's about mild. 
Yeah. Right. So just exactly. prepare for that. So if you really want the spicy stuff, go for the, sh- the strongest thing possible because it will be uh, like two degrees weaker than what it's described as. Exactly. And the thing is, I used to love spicy food when I lived in the States. And now I can't eat spicy as much as I used to because you my tongue is not yeah, used to it. Tolerance is lower now. Way lower. Yeah, it's the same. You're like an alcoholic who hasn't had a beer in two years. So now one beer just makes you get drunk, you know? It's exactly. Just, so, uh, I don't appreciate it when I go back to the States. I'm always, I'm still thinking like, oh, I'll get really spicy and then I'm, I'm dying. I'm, I'm not enjoying my meal at all. Oh no! So you, you got to get careful of that. If you, if you do move here and you do like spicy food, um, you got to be careful. Absolutely. And what's next? What does the USA do better? I think this one is, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's just like entertainment. So like film and television, these kind of things is better in the States. I mean, does Broadway as well. So to my theater, Germany is Hamburg. They have a little theater district there, which is pretty good. If you're, if, you know, it's German theater, but still I saw Aladdin mm. there. Fantastic. But of course, we also go over to London at, uh, what's it called? The uh, Broadway of London. I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, I forget. Oh, but God. I've, I've been there physically, but I don't oh, remember. Bobby's going to kill me for not knowing this. But yeah, so there's pretty good, but again, not Germany. And also like, yeah, movies, Just, TV. Yeah, film, it's come from the States. Yeah, film, television in general. It, I mean... It, Thank God, keynotes are now open starting July first. So keynotes are now open again. But if you go to a kino, seventy-five percent of what's showing is from the U.S. and about twenty-five right. percent is from Germany. So I mean, they just have the bigger production, they have the bigger budgets. Um, you know, the the the, the uh, they have more uh, directors and writers to to pull from. You know what I mean? And uh, it's not to say that the German film industry is bad. The German film industry is actually pretty good, especially in the last few years. They're putting out some there. good stuff. Yeah, but. T- t- German television, in my opinion, I'm not going to state it as a fact, in my opinion, has been quite shite for, uh, until yeah. about past four or five years. And it's slowly been getting better. you got great stories like Babylon Berlin and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still not at that level. But it, it, it is... It, it's it, definitely it, up and coming, I think. Absolutely. Like the quality is getting much better. you got series like Dark and that kind of thing. And so... Because I, I feel like in Europe, a lot of people think of obviously British... British movies. Uh, I know France has a pretty big movie scene as well. But I feel like Germany's kind of has this up and comer ish in the last few years where it's like really quality stuff coming out, which is cool. But again, it's not the States where like everything there is. It's from the States, obviously. Yeah. So that, that's, you know, that's, that, I think that was kind of an easy one for the U.S. to win. I mean, you know, the, the like Hollywood entertainment that's kind of like was born in, in the U.S., you know what I mean? So, um, but, the, but there is a culture here as well, you know, with the Berlin Alley every year, the film yeah, festival. The Berlin Alley is one of my favorite times of the year. It's one of the best film festivals ever. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And, and a lot of international movies film in Berlin, film in Germany. There's so that, amazing cool. film crews here. Uh, yeah. Like, again, I'm not saying they're bad, but they're, they're getting better than they're, and yeah. you know it's like it's, it's cool they're it's doing really their cool. thing yeah good, good for them absolutely and for anyone wondering um in berlin most movies that come out usually come like a week or two later than in the states but you I can know, months or mo- sometimes yeah. months yeah. yeah but you can um most play you'll be able to find that movie in the original version like in the english version at some theater around yeah exactly like the, the, there's usually one theater that's showing it it's they'll, they'll say ov which means original version right and you can see it uh if it was originally filmed in english it'll see it in english without subtitles or you'll see it'll be like ov emdu which means like like with deutsch uh, subtitles you know right. um but so but yeah so it, it's not impo- like you don't have to see it dubbed in german or whatever like, right so they, don't don't stress about that you'll be able to find some place that that will show that movie in its original form absolutely yes what is another thing that now this is, is this has been a th- uh 
a red thread, let's call it, that's gone, that's uh, made its way through, I think, our entire show, yeah. which is that Germany has some of the most insane red tape in terms of doing anything in your life, which the U.S. has a lot less of. The U.S. has, hey, red tape, but compared to Germany, the U.S. has a lot less red tape. And I'm talking about in terms of applying for a visa, uh, being a freelancer, you know, uh, registering your address, uh, yeah. si signing up for, the, for a new internet subscriber. In Germany, they just love to do things in a very slow, paperwork in like uh, paperwork intensive way. You know that that just doesn't happen as much in the U.S. Yeah, hundred percent. It's definitely something you have to get used to. And I think after seven, almost eight years of living here, I don't. It's still annoying, but it's kind of like it's normal now. It's not. I would say I'm not. A, I accept it. I'm not used to it. Yeah, I accept it. That's yeah. kind of. I accept it. it I know. I know it's going to be here. It still annoys me, though. Yeah. Right. Like today, I, I still have to give my my Anmeldung, my Unmeldung for my apartment, which means I have to register my new apartment. And they say you have two weeks to do it, but no one does it in two weeks because there's no appointments. It's not possible. Yeah. So today I was like, all right, let's let's do this. I went to Berlin website. It's like refresh, 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 and I found an appointment not even in my area for like about two, no, about a month away from now. Yeah. But I'm used to it. It's okay. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, and, and part of it has kind of been Germany's slow adoption of technology and using the internet. They, they, love, right. to, they love to use actual paperwork where there's a lot of things that in the U.S., here you have to do paperwork and mail it in and all that kind of stuff. Whereas in the U.S., it, you go to a quick website, click a few buttons, done. You know, whereas here... They love to do it the old school way. And it, there's just so many like basic steps in life here that normally would be just this quick process. But it's like, right. But you know, oh, you know, it's a Germany. So, oh, I got to fill this form out. Then contact this guy, get this number, fill out this next form. And it's just like, why? And, yeah. and like sometimes I ask you like, can you please fax this over to us? And I'm like, no, I literally cannot. I don't even know where to find a Who fax machine. Who has a fax machine and why do you have a fax machine? Yeah. And it is funny. You will see some uh, Spätis around Berlin that'll be like internet with fax machine and i think that's the only place in the world people can fax random moments where you need it for gov like some sort of government registration something exactly you need to fax something i mean luckily uh germany has moved towards online banking so that's gotten better there's and, way and, more options now there yeah corona as unfortunate as it as it's all been it has been slowly pushing Germany towards paperless online stuff. Exactly. I don't know if that trend will continue once Corona is gone, but I hope it does. And Germany will maybe someday meet the rest of the world in terms and, and of, uh, yeah, being able to do stuff online quickly. And this is the country of engineers and technology. Yeah, like but for biggest economy in Europe. I mean, but for bureaucratical nonsense, uh, they do a lot of bureaucratical nonsense. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff where they can't really explain why it is that way. Just oh, this is the way it is. Like you know, they're kind of yeah, like the CDU. Just you know, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. <laughs> it's like it's not it's not technically broken, but there's better ways. Yeah, exactly. Um, and next, and if you live in the U.S., you'll have noticed this difference. And this this <laughs> biggest difference is that just the acceptance of drug use and more specifically uh, legal weed. I mean, yeah. if believe it or not, Germany is an extremely liberal liberal place. Weed is in no way, shape, or form legal in Germany, and yet it is legal in almost, not almost, but the, I'd say at least is half it, or the majority of states. At like, least like 20. Yeah, yeah. Like a huge chunk of the U.S. is weed. It can be Yeah, the conservative United States has yeah. weed legalized before Germany and does. Germany has none of that wild. anywhere. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, it's the, the, the law like in Berlin is that you can, 
you can't possess it, but you can smoke it. This is a weird loophole. But if you're smoking it, aren't you possessing it? Exactly. That's why it doesn't make, really make any sense. And they're very in, in Berlin. They're very lax. So they, if you can smoke down the street, no one's really going to care. I, I'm not saying you do this. So please, if you do this and get caught, if you see a police officer, like I would run. But yeah, yeah. But or, it's, def- it's definitely like accepted socially, but still in legal wise, it is not. And there's this famous quote by um, some CDU, which is the Conservative Party here. Um, and he's like, people are asking why weed isn't legal. And his answer was, weed is not broccoli. That is, uh, he said, a, he stated a fact. That is a fact. And that was their reasoning. So take that for what it's worth. And Coca-Cola is not wood. No, exactly. So, so yeah, it, it's, it's definitely been pushed, especially in Berlin. Uh, but it is a federal thing. So it's probably not going to happen. As long as the CDU is in charge, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. Hopefully if the Gruna gets in parliament in September, it we'll, can happen. We'll see. But we'll see. But this definitely is one of those things that really surprises me considering how liberal Germany is. I remember when I first moved here to find out that weed was in no sh- way, shape or form and not coming anyways, anytime soon legally. Right. You know, and I'm like, but in the U S which, yeah, is not is not known for being super liberal when it comes to drugs, but you can buy and sell it in so many states. Like some states you would not even believe, like like some conservative states you can buy and sell yeah, weed. So. It's, yeah, got the tax money, baby. Also so. funny, the states legalized same-sex marriage before Germany did too. Right, Not yeah. far before, but before Germany did. Like, yes. Like pretty cool. Yeah, but Germany has it now, so we can't say the U.S. is better in that sense because they both have it. So. No, it was pretty cool Germany did it too because our, uh, our prime minister was actually against it. But uh, she put it up for a vote for the people, and the people were like, yeah, we want that. And she's like, all right, fam, let's do it. I like that, you know, yeah, because usually you stick to your guns. E- even if you approve of it, you know, so many world leaders, they they actually don't care about that, but their party does, so they have right. to pretend that they're really against it. So, But I, I like that she said, okay, you guys want it? Okay, fine. That's you know. democracy. I thought yeah. that was really cool of her. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she's against it, but I think it was more of a party, not really her. But that's another topic for another time. Yes. What is another one, uh, Jeff? Yeah, this one I'll just say really quickly because we've mentioned it before. It's very specific, but getting the internet. <laughs> now, in the U.S., this is very simple. You go online. Now, you can say, how do you go online? How do you internet? go online, idiot? Well, you use your phone or come on, you have a friend. Come on, whatever. You sign up. True. But, but you can go, you sign up, and the internet is activated through the internet. It's just you, you have just done. Whereas here... You go, you sign up, they'll say, okay, um, first of all, we have to send somebody to come physically flip a switch in the basement of your building, first of all, to turn the internet on, in quote unquote. And second of all, uh, the nearest appointment for that is one to two months away from now. Yeah. And so no matter how well you plan it, you will, and like I did when we moved, when I moved to my new apartment I'm in now, we had like a four week gap with no internet, which uh, I know that's a very first world problem, but as you all know, you need the internet for a lot of basic you things. Nowadays, it's pretty necessary to yeah, have. Yeah. So we had to burn through so much of our phone data just to take care of basic oh, stuff, gosh. even just checking the weather and that kind of a thing. But yeah, it's, it's again, we just mentioned it. You think Germany would be amazing with technology, but when it, simple things like signing up for the internet and getting the internet activated in your apartment, they just can't do it in a quick, and, efficient and way. I also think it does depend on what kind of internet you're getting and where you are, obviously. Because I have cable internet, and our transition from our old flat to our new flat was very seamless. I plugged my thing in, 
and it worked. So I, I know maybe they're getting better. Maybe it's a cable versus DSL thing. I don't know. Also brand new building you have there. Also brand new building. That's true too. Um, but I know, especially in like rural Germany, it can be really difficult to get internet speeds fast yeah. in like 10 megabits a second. Yeah. So, but I'm not even talking about rural. I'm talking about like apartments that I've lived in in Berlin. I had to wait two months to get that. And I'm talking just, about, I'm talking about like central Berlin. I had to get waited two months to get my Berlin, the unbelievable. internet activated. So, um, yeah, a basic thing that you would be surprised uh, the U S does better. Yeah. I guess the thing that U S does better in a way is that there's less taxes. You don't pay as many taxes. Significantly, like the the tax rate in the U.S. is about half of what it is in Germany. Germany, if you, I think if you make over like sixty, sixty four thousand dollars, your tax rate is forty two percent. That is half of every dollar you're making going out the window. That is a lot of money. And you can say, oh, it goes to some, yeah, it does go to some nice um, services. But forty two percent, I mean, like thirty, thirty five would be nice. But forty two is like almost half. That's that's what I'm saying. It it kind of depends on what what kind of side of the coin you're on. Like I don't mind high taxes because you see the money getting back to you where if you're like in the states you still pay taxes and it's not you don't really know where it's going but but because you're only paying like 20 25 percent taxes you have so much money left over to pay for the things that you need you know what i mean like but so you, you can't i can't buy my own better streets or schools you know what i mean i mean true like but it, but it's just it's it's you have to agree it's like it's edging on quite ridiculous it's like nearly 50 percent. that's a that's a huge chunk of your paycheck yeah, for sure i mean again i i'm all because yeah you do get a lot of you know you get free schools you get all this kind of stuff you get cheap medicine in the in germany Good as infrastructure, well a lot of so things. i'm fine with a higher rate but again 30 35 but 42 percent. that's just like yeah like i don't pay 42 percent. i don't think you pay 42 percent no this last year i financially was pretty horrible for me because of corona so i'm just paying no percent <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if, if if you're looking at just brass tax, how much you're paying in the States or brass tax, I should say. I did say brass tax. You did. You did say. Oh, okay. You correct, your, <laughs> you correct yourself with the thing that you said. <laughs> but yes, but as far as just numbers go, uh, you pay less. That is just opinions aside. You're uh, paying less. You're paying less. Yeah, exactly. Taxes. So that is, and a hey, less is good at certain times. So. <laughs> Uh, another thing is like grocery stores have just a lot more options in the States. Yeah. Yeah. I think f- Germany does, or sorry, U.S. has food better. If you go into any U.S. grocery store, you will see 30 different variants of waffles, 30 different variants of right. whatever. Like the, the options are just going to be way more than you'll ever find, even in the largest of German uh, grocery stores. Absolutely. I think uh, quality wise... I'm not sure. I, I, I think that some of the produce yeah. is higher quality here. Um, no, but like... Um, but I think it depends where you're from in the States, where you're living in Germany yeah, as well. Yeah, because I live in California and we grew all of our own produce in California. So everything's fresh and... Right. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't have done the research on that. So I couldn't really say there's a But I, I do know in terms of like additives, things like that, EU is very strict on rules. Um, but again, we're not talking about that. We're talking about things American is better. So uh, uh, variety of foods, definitely US. Yes. And also a variety of theme parks, Jeff. Yes. This is way better with theme parks. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Again, again, as we mentioned before, not the most important things in the world. But when it comes to theme parks, here's, here's some amazing facts. Amazing you'll facts. Hear wait, about. Wait, real quick, Jeff. Do you like theme parks? Are you a theme park I, guy? I love a theme I've been saying I, lately, I've been dying to just take a weekend, fly to a theme park. Yes. Just ride rides all weekend. We can drive to one. It's not that far away. Yeah, I'm. I, I, it's, it's been too long. I'm just... 
it's like, I don't know, if you haven't eaten a certain food in a long time, you start yeah. really craving it. I'm just craving that roller oh, coaster. You. I'm craving the roller coaster. I'm yeah. craving, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love a good uh, theme park. And there's a really good one near us called Haida Park. It's about two, three hour now, drive. You say, yeah, yeah, near, but yeah, two, three, drive, two, three hour drive. But uh, it's, it's a pretty good one. And you know what? Let's go soon. Yeah, I want to do it. Like, Let's I just, high five. Just, uh, just, just, that was awful. Got the next sounds. Okay, he just faked that. <laughs> But anyways, if you love roller coasters just as much as us, let's stay tuned, okay? Stay tuned. The U.S. has the most amusement parks in the world. Whoa. Now, there are over 624 steel roller coasters and over 117 wood roller coasters in the U.S. Like, that's that's like yeah. every... That means like every state has more than 100 roller yeah. coasters. In total, there are roughly more than 741 roller coasters in the U.S.A. And, and that's not probably including little baby ones that are temporarily set up in, in uh, you know, fairs and oh my God. that kind of thing. Now, the U.S. has more than 400 theme parks, big and small. It has one, has sorry, not just one, more than one of each of the world's most popular parks. So we're talking about not only Universal Studios Hollywood, we have Universal Studios Florida. We have not only Disneyland, we have Disney World. We have Disney's California Adventure. We have Disney's Animal Kingdom. We have SeaWorld and more and more. So like all those parks that for a lot of countries, you have to travel so far to go because right, Europe, Europe has one Disneyland I mean, we, and it's we in have, France. You know? We have like theme park franchise, like Six Flags. You know, there's Six Flags all over the States. Right. Or like Cedar Point in Ohio, I suppose. I, I'm not sure if it still is, but it was like the highest roller coaster in the world. Yeah, Cedar um, Points. I know, yeah, I know Cedar Points. And there's, there's, there's also like a like a... Bush Gardens, I think. Bush Gardens is a big uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, chain. Uh, um, there's a theme park that's theme is chocolate in Hershey Park in Pennsylvania. There you go. Also a great one. Been there. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got theme parks in our shopping malls, like some shopping mall, mall of America. Some shopping malls that have roller coasters with like world records. Like yeah, it's, mall, mall of America, I think, in uh, Wisconsin, something like that. Ohio. Yeah, yeah, I, that general area. Somewhere Midwest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have a roller coaster inside their mall. So definitely the States does uh, are, are thrill seekers. They want to... Yeah, if you love a good theme park, if you love a good roller coaster, come U.S., do a road trip. You will Every day you could ride a new roller coaster somewhere else. And I'll say, don't, don't go to uh, Disney World near Paris. Just go to Paris. Go to Disney World in the States. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I've actually heard Disney World in Paris is not that great, so I think it'd just be better just to go to Disney to Disney World in Florida or go to Disneyland. I, I, I just don't think it makes sense to travel to Europe to go if you're from the states to go to Disney World in Europe. Like you have all but, the theme parks there. We're, we're one country. We have several Disneylands, but then you have like the entire EU that has to share one Disneyland. You know what I mean? Yeah. What the yeah. hell is this? What's this? Come on, come on. I don't want to share. What are you doing, Walt? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just being dead. That's true. He is dead. Poor Walt. Mm. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, it was okay. kind of an anti-Semite, so. Anyways, um, another thing is that uh, typically wages in the States are much higher than in Germany. And the U.S. has the highest GDP in the world, despite China having a billion more people, which is interesting. Yeah, because the U.S. is only like 350 million people, and the right. China has like 1.3 million people. Billion. Yeah, a billion. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the U.S. yeah has a higher GDP, has the highest GDP in the world. So that's, that, that is a win for the USA. Yeah. I mean, not not a lot of the money is going to the working class, but in terms of GDP, it is higher, therefore better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, again, everything we're saying, not everything, a lot of these things have a lot of nuance to them, so please don't take this too seriously. No, we've, we've already stated that. Yeah. Well. Um, another one is sports, Jeff. Now, you'll be saying, oh, what? We got sports what? everywhere. What? We yeah. talking about sports, idiot? Now, what we, what we mean is this. Okay, so... 
uh, in terms of sports as kind of like a business and a national pastime. Yeah. So if you think about any given country, like Germany, for example, because we're talking about Germany, Germany, if you think about Germany, what is its national sport? It's it's football, it's football, soccer. soccer, right? Now it has secondary sports like basketball, American football, handball. Handball is really big. In a much smaller way, the sport of Germany is uh, football, soccer. Right. But you look at the U.S. There's four huge yeah, sports. There's baseball, American football. There's football, football, soccer, basketball, basketball, and, and these are hockey. All, and these are all as big as the other. These are huge, big business things that right. uh, make huge ka-ching chunks of and, money and every and, season has their own sports all if you if you're a big right. fan um you know if you're from the boston area the <laughs> city of championships um <laughs> you know you can watch hockey right into baseball to football to basketball all year round you have some kind of sports watching championship teams if you're from boston or in the boston area and not to mention um nascar which is huge in the u.s which is true not, nascar not my, is huge not my jam but uh, for some people it's huge to be fair here f1 is really big here uh, if you're into you know, Formula One racing, is really really big here in Germany, and also like Germany's really into like these smaller sport, like smaller in the states sports. If that mm. makes sense. So like like a lot of winter sports, people are into like the biathlon. People watch a lot of like, these snow sports are pretty big. Skiing here. and shooting a gun. Yeah, um, but like in <laughs> terms of like, I, I I agree with you. Like there are a lot of sports in Europe, obviously, but I agree with you in terms of like the these multi billion dollar sporting complexes four giant sports like you kind of have yeah. this i mean each each city in the u.s has yeah uh, a a, st- a football stadium that that maybe cost more than the national gdp of some small countries you know what i mean like, exactly so um it, i mean we, it, we just, like sports to a fault probably probably yeah to maybe like too obsessed with sports so i'd say in in that sense uh u.s has sports better than germany but again it's everybody's opinion but this is just ours this is ours exactly uh another fun one is happy hour yeah, and yeah, explain that. So, like, if for those of you who do not know, oh yeah, what is it? What is happy hour? Let's start there. Yeah. Happy hour is usually at a bar, the time between five o'clock and what seven, eight o'clock, where drinks are half price or cheaper or whatever it might be. Buy one, get one, you know. And the stage you find is very often in a lot of bars, dive bars, Almost big bars. Every bar, every bar's got happy yeah, hour. Yeah, between that, between the time period you said is the happy hour. And they do that because most people, they don't go out till later, so they don't lose that much money, right? Right. So, you know, it's a weekday uh, after work, go for a few drinks, you're buying more because they're cheaper, whatever it might be. And here in Germany, it's not really as big of a thing. I mean, you do see it, especially at like, at least in Berlin, for some reason, a lot of Indian, restu- Indian restaurants are also like cocktail bars. Yeah, yeah. but it, And it, they'll have happy hour. But it's rare. I'd say like maybe one in 10 bars has an happy it, hour. Like if that. I'll say one in like 50. In the US, it's it's like nine out of 10 has a happy hour. I, I think it's just a, a different drink, drinking culture as well here than the States. It's a different culture where bars aren't like, bars are more integrated into society, I think. In Germany, it's like, right, okay. If that makes sense, you know, I don't, I don't really know the reasons for it. I think people don't need the discount. They're going to buy the beer anyways. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's way cheaper to drink here, anyways, too. So, but happy hour is a fun, you know, like, let's go to happy hour. Yeah. It's fun. It's just like a fun thing to buy do. Buy a bunch of beers for, you know, tw- 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, not really a thing here, but, um, hey, it is what it is. Now, this is an interesting one that just kind of, we just kind of popped into our heads. We, we, we were looking at uh, paper towels. Yes, paper now, now, towels. Now, you probably just went silent. I did. All of you listening, we're talking about paper towels. Yes. Now, it's not just paper towels suck. It's not just paper. <laughs> now, the thing is, if you look at a paper towel roll in the U.S. versus Germany, in the U.S., <laughs> they will not only be twice as big... 
but they will be more supple, <laughs> thicker, more absorbent. And, 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 and now this is just a general trend in terms of like products you buy in the U.S. As we mentioned before, are just bigger usually. Like like <laughs> like in the U.S., if you buy toilet paper, it's going to come a minimum in a pack of twenty. You know, four where they call it four ply really thick stuff whereas here like in the biggest you can get is like 10 10 toilet you know but it's like paper roll toilet paper everything just comes bigger and better and, and i only noticed it when i would go back and visit my parents and you know and you rip off a toilet uh, paper towel to have you know to you spilled something whatever and just notice how huge the square is you know and how thick and how thick the rolls and you're like oh my god and, and back in germany they're like they're half as half as narrow the strip <laughs> like it sounds so stupid but it's it is so stupid. You, you will notice it and you'll, you'll appreciate it <laughs> the thing is uh everybody when we were uh, coming up with ideas for this episode jeff like looked at me i'm straight up dead serious in the eyes <laughs> paper towels and all right, all right, so me personally, I, I I see where he's coming from. Yes, but I I don't I never thought about like I feel like, I feel like the way Jeff explains it is like those infomercials where someone takes a paper towel and he like spills water all over himself trying to figure out how to use them. Like the paper towels here are fine. I mean they absorb stuff. I don't really. I don't know what your no, 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 no what your they, they are totally fine. I, again, paper I, towel needs are Jeff. As we mentioned, some of these are not so serious, but it is just true. You will get bigger, better paper towels in the U.S. Does this matter to you? Maybe not, but it, it is a fact. It is a fact. Now, I, I, to the last the last one we bring up, sure. Uh, according to your health, would not necessarily be the best thing. True, but, but according to your taste buds, but it it, it is still something where. U.S. rocks. Now, please explain. Yeah, uh, junk food, man. America comes up with new and bizarre ways to make your mouth shred. <laughs> I'd say more your anus shredded from the diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, just junk. Like, you can get junk food in Germany, but it is it is always this like the smallest section in every grocery store in the U.S. You go, it is just like this endless. It's, it's fifty it's, meter long. It's embarrassing how big the United States. Like, yeah, they, they they will deep fry anything, sticks of butter, the, like the, a roll of Oreo cookies. The, like the yeah. fact that Oreos have like four thousand different flavors, including like peppermint. It's like you you gone too far. But that is true. Yeah, like like your favorite. Think of your favorite candy, Germans in in Germany. Back in the U.S., that candy has like 20 variations that you never even knew existed. You know what I mean? True. Except for like Rittersport here in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rittersport has so many things. True. But generally, like Flamin' Hot Cheetos, who needs this? Nobody. But America's got it. And think of Cheetos. There's probably like 10, 20 different variations of Cheetos that we've yeah. never even heard of. There's like, there's like jalapeno Cheetos and this, that, and cheddar yep. Cheetos and all this kind of stuff. Cheez-Its. Pretty much anything. So like Europe has way better cheese, in my opinion. But America has the best cheese-flavored snacks. That is true. Which is, you would think the better cheese you have, the better cheese-flavored snacks you have. Yeah. But nope, that correlation does not work at all. America loves making cheese out of no cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so this this thing being better will uh, give you heart disease and diabetes. But... but. You will enjoy it, although no, I'm just joking. Um, it, but but yeah, it, it's it's just a fact. Like if if you just think of j- junk food as a um, as a commodity, just U.S. does it better. Oh it's yeah, just, for sure. And, and they just make some amazing junk food. It's not healthy for you, but it tastes amazing. And uh, yeah, just if you really want to just go all out and just you know add those kilos, the U.S. is the best place to do it. That's I, I just miss those uh, Wonka candies. You know, nerds, mm. gobstoppers. Oh, I love me some nerds. Oh yeah. man, and you you can find some of this stuff in specialty stores here, but it's not really uh, 
as big because a lot of the uh, ingredients they use are illegal in Europe. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's good. And junk food definitely, um, <laughs> I guess, better than the States. They know, they, it's they, definitely better. They do it better. Absolutely. They do. And junk. that's a good way to end. You know, uh, my, my glass is empty, so I'll need a little splash before we do this review. Oh, there you go. That was a good, nice second uh, plop there. No, oh, you're getting better at the splashes. Or is that... I, I, was that eh. Oh, now you want more splash. Just No, but just like have a splash. Oh, God, you're doing too much. You can't You can't please this guy, everybody. Can't please Jeff. Uh, take a smell. Mm. Yeah, mm. cheers. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Now, I, honestly, I cannot remember what our review was of the original Iris. Iris. Well, we didn't do a real review, I don't think. I think we just kind of talked about it a bit. I think we did it like during the news section because it was a a secondary whiskey. It's it's weird because it has like kind of like a bit of a sweetness to it, but it's also kind of like a little spicy as well. Yeah, it has a spiciness. It has like a a good burn that I like. A really nice burn. A really nice burn. Let's take another sip real quick. Yeah, uh, but generally, I, I think it's uh, it's got interesting flavors. It's not like boring. It's pretty complex. Yeah, I, I think for such a young whiskey, it's pretty good because like it, also it, true. Yeah, it, it didn't say how old it was. It just, just said minimum three years, so it's probably three, four, five years maximum. I, it's yeah, not, it, it's not an old whiskey. Yeah, you, you can taste it's definitely not like a smooth fifteen, ten year. But no, but it's got it's, a really nice burn to it that I'm enjoying. It's it's really interesting. Also, because um, I were, I'm saying, sorry, if you, if you work at Iwurst, and it's tell weird me how too to pronounce this. Germans don't really use the R letter that often like this. So it's like, alias, alias. Alias. I don't know. I'll have to have uh, my girlfriend read that and see how to pronounce it. But anyways, I mean, uh, they offer so many variations, so there's probably a lot of good stuff. But yeah, I, I enjoy this. What was it? The Ruby? Uh, Ruby this edition? This is the Iwurst uh, or Iwurst or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Ruby Port Cask finished uh yeah uh i enjoy it yeah and, and you know what kevin thanks again for sending it in shout out to kevin super, you're a legend super Thank appreciate you so it you had that mailed to us really awesome uh, and, and honestly we love a good german whiskey because to be honest we don't order them as much as we probably should true um but uh i really like it i what, what would you think about a number uh i'm gonna go like hmm, i'm like seven and a half I really like it. It's definitely, I, th- I think it is shelf worthy because it's something interesting and um, it is tasty. I just don't think it would be something you want to drink every day because it is has a bit more of a burn. Yeah. Which okay. I do enjoy. But I usually when I come home from work, I have like a nice smooth whiskey. But it is something I definitely want to have on my shelf because it's interesting, cool flavor. And uh, yeah, I do yeah. like it. So I'm, I'm going to seven and a half. I'm, I'm with you there. Let's give it a seven and a half. That, 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 that seems like a, a good place to, to go. Yeah. Because, yeah, not the most amazing, outstanding whiskey, but a very solid whiskey, especially and, for its age. And, and, and for the, uh, it's just interesting whiskey, too. It's got interesting flavors to it. So I, I, I always appreciate interesting whiskey. Yeah, thank God. Like, because some whiskey, sometimes you just get, you know, get a little bored because like, you feel like you're kind of drinking the same thing over and over again. But this adds True. that kind of new, interesting flavor to and it. And that's yeah. the thing, too. I think a lot of people always want to have the 10-year, the 15-year, the 20-year. But sometimes it's nice to have something a bit younger because it just brings totally something totally different to the table that you don't Absolutely. get in the older and, ones. And honestly, probably it was going to keep your wallet more happy than a, than a 20-year. Also, sure. sure. I have no idea what this costs. But yeah. um, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing cheaper than like a 20-year. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would hope so. I hope Kevin didn't spend like 200 euros on us because, Kevin, dude, spend your money better. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, but, yeah. we're not worth that. No, but but uh, again, thank you so, so much, Kevin, for this whiskey. Absolutely, um, man. It's good stuff. Good stuff. And that's a good place to end, you know. 
again, we'll be gone for uh, a week or two doing the Mallorca, you know, yeah. Spanish island thing. So we wish everyone, um, are we all having a good summer? And we'll catch yeah, you. Actually, we'll, we'll catch you back up in, in August. I are guess. you guys having a good summer? We haven't really talked about that. We're in summer. Are you guys having a good summer? We hope we're having yeah. a good summer. S- send us what you're doing this summer. Yeah, and, 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 and send us those questions. You got some questions about Germany, about Europe, about travel, all that kind of stuff. We're gonna have a sweet, juicy Q and A uh, session coming soon. <laughs> it's gonna be juicy. <laughs> juicy. Also, yeah, I, I'm generally interested because uh, this is the first summer I think where people are vaccinated and uh, and Corona's kind of you know chilling. So I'm interested what everybody is uh, doing this summer. So send us a message. What are you doing? Send us a photo. Whatever you're doing, we want to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you post a cool, yeah, when you post a vacation photo on your Instagram, do the um at us. What's our thing? Uh, we're uh, at americans.in.germany.podcast. There you go. Uh, yeah, add us there so we can take a look because, uh, you know, we, we post our vacation pictures on our Instagram. We want to see yours. We want to see yours. We love you guys. What are you guys doing? Like, what are you we, doing? We don't know what's going on. Some days we're bored and want to see cool stuff happening. So Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, let's do it. And, uh, you know, cheers. Let's uh, let's go enjoy the sand. Yeah. And uh, uh, everyone stay stay safe. Please stay healthy. But more than all, stay thirsty. That's it. Head to the tropics. Okay. <laughs>